This entire season of Retronauts is fully funded by listeners like you thanks to Patreon. If you'd like to find out how you can help and get episodes a week in advance, head on over to patreon.com slash retronauts. Thanks and enjoy the show. So nice to see you. Welcome back to my holiday cabin in Parts Unknown for this year's Retronauts Holiday Special. Now, longtime listeners to this podcast may remember we have kind of a wolf problem around these parts, but thanks to our Patreon campaign, I've been able to purchase and install several expensive, very, very expensive sentry guns, and I put them all around the perimeter. So if you listen carefully, Aha, there it goes. Actually, I've got some friends on their way over here, and I probably should have told them to not move or look like wolves in any way. You see, the AI on those guns gets kind of out of whack sometimes, and uh, I'll just say it's uh, it's clipped a few mailmen. Um, yeah, I'm going to be spending a lot of time in court next year. Oh, it sounds like our guests have made it through what panic meteorologists are calling the storm of the century. I'm no weather science guy, but I'm pretty sure it's going to clear up in the next 90 minutes. All right, guys, come on in. Nice to see you again. Happy Christmas, holidays. What's going on? Yeah, hi. Chanukah, Kwanzaa, yeah. all that good stuff. Festivus. Um, so let's talk about who's here today. Ooh. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Chili Ray Barnhold. Yeah. Who else do we have? <laughs> I, I was going to do the alliterative Chili Chris Antista. Now oh. I'm here. Chris Antista. Uh, oh, Chris Cold Antista. Captain Cold. Yeah. Captain that's Cold. That's more alliterative. Got it. And who else do we have? Uh, in the in the holiday cabin studio today, Jeremy Vanilla Ice Parish. Vanilla Ice. That's actually, uh, what I'm drinking. I'm white and cold. <laughs> and uh, vanilla doesn't that mean bland, Jeremy? Do you yes. really want to sound yourself with that? Vanilla is not bland. Vanilla is a delicious flavor. I yeah. love vanilla, and my girlfriend makes fun of me for always getting vanilla ice cream bland. instead of like some kind of crazy concoction. Bland can be your brand. Yeah, but I, vanilla ice cream. You have to consider it like it's bread. Everything else you put on it makes it a sandwich. That's true. You don't, want, you don't want chocolate bread. It's good vanilla ice cream. Yeah. It's worth eating on its own. Yeah. Exactly. There are so many kinds of vanilla. But what are we here today to talk about? Well, I've gotten a lot of requests to do another movie um, episode. We did maybe like six of them mm-hmm. in that, the one-up retronauts. We did a ton of great, uh, bad um, video game movies. Yeah. And so I think this would be our Christmas present to our listeners to do another movie episode. And the movie I've selected for this episode is uh, 2009 Street Fighter the Legend of Chun-Li, yeah. a cinematic masterpiece that will never go forgotten and yeah. will never be found free on YouTube because... <laughs> oh, no, not at all. <laughs> no, uh, because people want to protect is that it, copyright. Is it free on YouTube? Uh, I was told... Oh, it's, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Ray, 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 Someone Ray, nodded their head. Ray is incriminating himself. <laughs> but it's not uh, your fault. Uh, wait, no, unless no. it is. No, no. No. Uh, Ray didn't upload it personally. Let me I, write that down. I think it was uh, the director. He's like, somebody watch this. It's a good rule of YouTube thumb, just thinks it's a let's play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's a long play of uh, Chun-Li's I mean, story <laughs> in Street Fighter 2. You're not, you're not uh, too far off because, like, you know, it's a good rule of thumb. If you want to find a bad video game movie, it's probably on YouTube. Not even the bad ones. <laughs> this, this is pretty nuts. I don't know. This is... I don't want to derail everything. Someone just told me there's a really awesome documentary on the UK Super Mario Brothers Blu-ray about oh. the making of the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, something like that. A very well-produced one, and Americans can't watch it, Jeez. except for... 
We'll see. That's we, another movie that's free on YouTube, by the way. Is uh, it really? Yeah, yeah. like uh. when I did it, it was free on YouTube. When I did the episode, and it's still also, free like three years later. So yeah. no one cares. I also watched the Japanese dub of that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Oh man. Wow. I want to know what the casting choices were like. Did they try to find someone that could, you know, match the performance um, of John Linguizamo? It was pretty standard. The timeless uh, Luigi that we all remember as without a, a mustache? As an Italian not? person, I'm offended that one of my people couldn't have been cast as an Italian pair of plumbers. We That's, had an Irishman and then a, a Hispanic gentleman. We've come a long way since 1993, Chris. Okay, okay, I hope so. Early, yeah, like 10, well, 20 years ago, you wouldn't be welcome here. But now, <laughs> yeah, but now we have what? to let you in. So John Linguizamo is not Italian? No. Based on the name, I no, it just sounds very Mediterranean. <laughs> No, he's 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 Hispanic, and uh, but yes, I've been told as an Italian, I'm honorary white now, so there's no point in me yeah. distinguishing myself as another culture. Yeah, it, welcome to the club, Chris. It's, it just feels great. You're a swarthy or pale of shale, <laughs> shade of pale, shade, shade of, of pale. pale. So. Let's talk about Street this Fighter. movie. Uh, well, uh, should we reveal like Chris's secret origins? Oh yeah, I, I did work from 2012 to 2014. I worked at Capcom, so uh, this, USA. This movie came out in 2009. I just want to say Chris is not responsible. No, don't, don't send him your death threats. I know that's pretty popular these days. No, but, he played uh, Fei Long. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was cut. Which is, you know. Not even the worst casting choice. I was cut. I put on my hammer pants. I uh, worked out for about a week. It was pretty sloppy. Yeah. I don't. I, if you if you if you have a hairy stomach instead of a six pack, yeah. you're not going to make a good. I got to say, the CGI they did was amazing. Probably better than anything Peter Jackson could have put together. But I meant to rewatch this. I didn't have time. But I've watched it like four times. Oh yeah, we, we did I mean, a ton of work with it. Uh, that's uh, exactly four times too many. I know, but we yeah. were doing we were doing silly stuff. There's an old games radar piece and accompanying podcast where you just play clips of it to laugh at it constantly, but. As, as a testament to how weird it is, I worked at Capcom from 2012 to 2014, and I never heard anybody once mention it. Mm-hmm. Not once. <laughs> uh, I've heard a lot of oh, mistakes, wish you would have done that. This could have been better. I've You hear a lot of that, right. but I, no one ever mentioned it. I think it may have hurt somebody. I think so, because uh, there are – okay, I don't think – the Capcom logo was on the first Street Fighter movie, but it wasn't. When you when you start playing this movie, it's, like it's a it's it, on the back of the box, it's in the credits. Yeah, it's yeah. like Capcom presents, like mm-hmm. like you're starting up a video but that, game. That's um that's kind of how they do it with like the Resident Evil movies and stuff too, isn't it? I mean, that's just kind um, of their branding. Yeah, good point. I don't know. I, Maybe. No, I I want to say it, it I jumped. haven't actually seen the Resident Evil movies. Oh, I'm leaping to a conclusion. Let me fill you in. Uh, they were the worst movies ever made <laughs> by the worst director. Ever made. They are they are disgusting. Right. That feels so good to say. Are there uh, like eight of them now? There are th- I think five and. That's closer they're, to eight than it should be. They're, they're, yeah. five, they're five and a sixth and last one coming and it's supposedly a TV series on the way. And I, oh, I think boy. they are the worst movies. You know, they're probably looking at the oh. Avengers like everyone else and thinking, <laughs> how can we build a cinematic universe oh. around Resident Evil? I, can't, I cannot. The, the, uh, I, I don't want to go off on it. This is a mini episode, right? Uh, uh, no. It's a full episode. You, okay. have, you have 90 minutes to the, tell us the, idea, the idea that like <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson is contrary to popular belief Actually, the worst director ever of all time. Yeah. These are big budget films with tons of, like, with billions of dollars of special effects, yet peop- there are yes. continuity errors everywhere. Like, really, like, bumbly, bumbly. Yeah, it's like, bull- I don't want to curse. Boom mics are flying around. It's, and, it's uh, the equivalent <laughs> of that. Like, why did Wesker just walk out of the wrong, and then walk in on the wrong side? Oh, he can teleport. You st- you didn't even show it. I I cannot stand these movies, and I've seen most of them. But <laughs> I, thought, I thought Wesker could teleport. He's like got he Matrix can, powers he now. Uh, he's he's hilarious. Did in the they films. did they add that in just to cover up some of the continuity? It's, that guy is the worst, and he just keep he <laughs> keeps being allowed to make these movies. And then I I didn't see the latest movie, but the he ignores the continuity of the games, which is fine. I understand it's a different medium, but then continuity. Con- yes, I mean it, it's ridiculous already. The lore. But then when he wants to, he'll just cherry pick certain elements from the game and present them 
as a carbon copy. Mm-hmm. Ada Wong and the Executioner in their latest movie, because it doesn't have those don't have anything to do with this plot or the plot of the games, but they're just in the movie presented as carbon copies of things in the game. I feel like like all the Resident Evil movies were, were like diehard spec scripts. Yeah, because like with just was, like zombies instead of uh, that was the joke I was waiting to pull. Like for this I, for this movie, right? No, okay. no, for the Legend of Chun Li, it reeks of a diehard two script. Ooh, okay. It, it it does not seem like a Street Fighter movie at all, but like Die Hard 2, Ocean's really? Eleven 2, those were all screenplays that John, like John McClane and the Ocean's people were squeezed into. I uh, feel like oh, oh, it oh. is a, a script that was written. I, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I, I'm not good at speaking. I don't know no, why. It's, I don't, was that Die Hard 2? I know the, the most Die recent Hard two Die Hards were that I way. I think With a Vengeance maybe 2 uh, was, was just a, a buddy cop movie and John McClane got added into it. But I, that's what... It, the Chun-Li movie does not make sense. It like, doesn't. If you're starting out making a Street Fighter movie, well, how many characters does this glorious IP have? About 70. Let's <laughs> use four. Let's, let's, let's yeah. make up... Let's... <clears throat> Make up a new female character yes. to play the role of Chun Li. Before yes. before we get started digging into the movie, I just mm-hmm. want to go over a few like details. Mm-hmm. Sorry to derail this, but I do want go to talk about like the like wh- how, where this movie came from, who's making it, like when Please. it happened. Because it, most of you probably don't remember it. I'm sure it was in theaters for a week. I saw it in the um, theater. Ray saw Did it. In you the really? Theater? Yes. Um, how many Ray, people? Yeah. How many people? Uh, were was that something you had to do for one up, or <laughs> was it just a streak of masochism? No, we <laughs> no. I saw it on release day with uh, Alice and Tina from One Up because I lived with oh, them at okay. the time, and so well, we went to see it and. Uh, we did drink a bit. We pre-gamed it, so um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it when Tina's not. involved, it's just bad ideas sure. all around. <laughs> okay, your words not mine, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about her. Yeah, so uh, it it was an unofficial one about him. <laughs> you could tell. Call I it see. But uh, so Ray, it, was it was it just you guys in the theater? No, no, there were there there were some people. Scattered other other people, other drunk I'm trying people. To remember, I'm trying to remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who else was. There was an game. usher. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> yes. movie came out in 2009 at the height of, I think, Street Fighter's renaissance, whatever you want to yes. call it. Like Street Fighter 4 had come out in 2007. Right. Oh, yeah. People cared about Street Fighter again. And what better way to make people care more than to make a movie that has basically nothing to do with mm-hmm. the franchise itself? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, this was directed by the guy, a guy with a really Polish last name and first name, <laughs> um, and I, I will not. Okay, I'll try it. And Andres Bertquack, Brat, Bert, oh, Bertquack, Bertquack. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Why not? He directed uh, Romeo Must Die and Doom, another video oh, game geez. movie. Okay. And uh, also, okay, but this guy, like, he has a storied history. He's not like some schlocky hack. He's worked on a lot of. He's he was like a, he's been a DP on a ton of movies. You probably have seen like Speed, mm-hmm. The Devil's Advocate, Dante's Ooh. Peak, Falling Down, and Twins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did that on purpose. <laughs> is that Any because th- it has an exclamation point in it? No, anytime you say twins, you got to go, twins! Twins! Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so are you saying that all this talent rubbed off on him? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think maybe he just kind of failed his way upward or something like uh, that. That's not the same thing Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, oh, I, that winter storm's looking mighty nice. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so, like, he should know what he's doing. And I think yeah. the, the, the directing on this movie is not the... The part that it's not is the worst th- about the, it. I think it's just mm. the Street Fighter name. Actually, the editing is the worst thing. Y- yes, yeah, every the editor. every transition is a dissolve. It's it's just like <laughs> oh yeah, fade in, fade out. Like I do that on with my YouTube stuff because I'm a hack. Well, I have movie. no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a professional editor. They actually had someone in Hollywood whose job is to edit yeah. films and make things interesting. Who's just like yeah, let's just crossfade. Even even like with a dramatic moment, like it's you supposed know. to suggest the passage of time. Do you uh, know uh, who no. the editor on this movie yeah. was? Uh, no, uh, a little guy named, named iMovie. He put <laughs> okay. it all together. Okay. And, uh, yeah. 
So let's let's talk about a few other things. So um, this movie cost fifty million to make, That's and, and it's all on the screen. You That's can see ridiculous. it from from the production design to the the amazing costumes, That's those those that CGI, the CGI fireball. It's actually a really inexpensive movie these days. It is, but yeah. like every single shot reeks of Vancouver, where everything yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Few, like, like, I mean, yes. if someone told me, "Hey, this is a new sci-fi original, Street Fighter: <laughs> The Legend of Chun Li," be like, "Oh yeah, I totally see it. That's not bad for a made-for-TV movie." And just about the only time I think where they pretend to be in an Asian country, it'll be shot within an office building with a green screen window in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like a, like a like a like a parade dragon going by yes. the window. So yes. People know where they are. <laughs> yes. um, one second. Goku so, in the cloud. <laughs> yeah, Goku always has to be in the background. Um, so the, the way they had the gong sound effects was yeah. really helpful too. It was also distracting, but you know, I don't make movies, so who am I to judge? Okay, so I want to. Okay, you say this is not in a lot for a movie, but the people that they hired for this movie are basically nobodies. I mean. They're TV they stars. They got Michael Clark Duncan, man. I, um, I almost... I guess he's the biggest star. I, I, I actually... I felt bad because I was like, man, whoever they got is Balrog. He looks kind of familiar. Oh, Michael, I think he wants to be Ving Rhames. Yeah. And then I realized, no, wait. It's Michael Clark Duncan. And yeah. this is this is really sad because this role is for him kind of what M. Bison was for Raul Julia. It's oh, one of his last, yeah. the last roles of oh, his life. That yeah. is terrible. It, it <laughs> made me really sad when I it's realized very sad. that. So, oh, great that we can start an urban legend about uh, any Street Fighter movie will kill someone. Someone, someone will die. Somebody yeah. will die, or their career will. Ooh. Well, I, <laughs> so let's talk about who's actually in this movie. Neil McDonough is a great. He's. A, I think he's a great actor. He is great. He but plays he, Irish he, and Bison. Yes. Why? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. This movie was destined no, to no, be that's, something that's else. No, no, that's Pagan Min. <laughs> it's the the villain no. of Far Cry Four. Well, years in advance. I think that's much better in Fargo. That's my. I have a dumb, biased personal connections to the Street Fighter characters, obviously through uh, my employee. But nothing hurts me more than when they open their mouths. <laughs> I, 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 I uh-huh. cannot stand Street Fighter characters talking, having backgrounds, motivation to do anything other than win a round. I cannot stand it. They're wonderful caricatures, and it makes me res- yeah. makes me respect Bill Watterson. Like those characters never talked. Now they yeah. have nothing. Nothing embarrassing has happened to them. Right. They've been pure characters that represent what they are. And every time a Street Fighter character opens its mouth in anything, it's awful. Yeah, and it's awful. This, I, this, but it, again, if you if you think of this as a script that was written for something else, without and Street Fighter characters were shoehorned in, it makes all the sense in the that's world. That's what I think actually happened. Uh, I thought that's what happened with the '94 movie. Well. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I downloaded <gasps> the Street Fighter anime. Okay. To watch and mm. compare to this, and it's pretty bad especially because i saw the english dub yeah but it's still like i i feel like okay a lot of this makes sense with the context of what i know of these characters from the game it, i think but what makes a great street fighter game is these what's better to me is outlandish character designs and the second they stand next to one another it looks absurd <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all i would i would have appreciated if they actually had costumes they, they did they, or dress very blandly in this movie when, yeah. when chun li actually got into the action yeah. she was wearing blue that's something, it's like, it's right? Like she blue, was, like, sweatsuit. And, but there, in this movie, there is nothing worse than when they try and present the Street Fighter IP accurately. Yeah. Because that spinning bird kick is, like, the most embarrassing <laughs> gift. You only get one. You, you yeah, only you get, get one. one. And, and, it's, it. and it's awful. It is, I it like, is incredible. I like how they brought in a little pendant with a spinning bird in it <laughs> to really drive the point across. <laughs> oh, I missed that, man. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that was the whole point of that little pendant with the bird inside. Oh, yeah. wow. Like, okay. the, the gin... The, the random middle aged guy, not the old guy named Gen, but the you middle aged guy. You just yes. thought it was some really ball and mocking Jay merchandise? Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, he, uh, he gives spoilers. her this pendant, and then when she does the spinning bird kick mm-hmm. in combat, it cuts to the pendant, <sighs> and it's sitting still, but the bird inside is spinning. It really should have like, been like a. Oh, she's doing a. 
<laughs> spinning bird kick. Isn't it like a matrix shot where they zoom in on her face and she winks at you and yeah. then it zooms back out? It's like, get it? Well, and I didn't get it. Okay, real quick, I want to go over the casting Please. of this. You talked about uh, Neil McDonough. I don't know who he is. He's know? great. Um, he, I, dude, I got. I wish I had something better to say that he's in. Um, but yeah. I, I just recently, for some reason, watched the Sci-Fi Channel Tin Man docu uh, miniseries. He plays the Tin Man. So we learn about the Tin Man's oh like my tragic God, what past. Is he been? He, but and, he's like uh, he's one of those manly actors you can never really place. Right. When you got to play right. a stone cold man, a guy who likes drinking and does his duty and speaks very frankly, you get Neil McDonough. And he, he looks just a little bit like a baby. Yes. Yeah, he looks like a gray-haired baby. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> he's he's a he's a pure man and he he's been great. In, uh, I just saw him in a new trailer. I'm trying to remember from what he was playing the bad guy. Oh. I'm terrible at this. Yeah, I haven't even seen him that li- much like Yeah, I so. haven't either. We will look I will look him up on I, I do okay. So th- they made him Irish, I mean Bison because this guy is super Irish, he's got a really thick mm-hmm. Irish yes. accent. I kind mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate that in a way, even though I don't want M. Bison to be Irish, because it's weird when when like Schwarzenegger is playing like Steve was, Johnson. Like my true. name is Steve Johnson. He was a uh, he was he was a Thai baby though. They like, oh. show him they show him in the orphanage, and he's like, oh, it's a little and that's he's a little Asian child. We'll talk about how, but everyone like grows out of their epicanthic folds as they. <laughs> that maturity. is that is strange. I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, and we'll get out to that when we get to the intro of the movie. But uh, other casting choices: Kristen Kruick from Smallville, from Smallville, and yeah. yeah. an Asian-looking Canadian cast as. Uh, yeah, Chinese Shun Li. Not that Asian looking. Not that, no, not even, but for America. I, I mean, found that this, this, this movie was like a celebration of uh, Hapa's, basically. <laughs> yeah, could have been worse. Like, you know, everyone was, is <laughs> is half Asian, half white. You know, who was originally cast yeah. as Shun Li for the movie. Mickey uh, Rooney. Whoa. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a lot of mocap work for him. And he was getting old by that point. Too many Jellickers. <laughs> okay, other people. Robin Sho or Robin Shu as Show. Luke, uh, as um, Jen or Gen. Gen. Sorry. We're going to get to the He also part played Lu Kang in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I immediately rec- recognized him. Mm-hmm. And frigging, okay. For, for the longest time, I thought they were saying Ken. I was like, that's yeah. kind of a weird choice. And then I realized, no, oh, it's, remember. it's Gen. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But he wasn't barefoot. And we also and he only have... has one fighting style. That's it. <laughs> and we also have uh, one of the greatest actor names of all time, Moon Bloodgood yeah. as Maya. Moon Bloodgood. Um, she, doesn't, she doesn't sound like she was in a privileged family or anything. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's the person who uh, invited me on a vision quest. Yeah, yeah. it's like... <laughs> Eat this peyote, Chris, and I'll show you Street Fighter, the movie. Um, So this movie was written by uh, Justin Marks, and uh, he only wrote screenplays for short films before this. But you know what? He wrote a – apparently wrote a Shadow of the Colossus script that never got made, thank God. And according to IMDb, he's the screenwriter for Top Gun 2 coming soon. Uh, Pre-order your ticket now, yeah. I don't know. Like IMDb list scripts people are working on, it's not a guarantee that these things are actually being made. No, Top Gun 2 is definitely a thing that exists in someone's heart. Yeah. I've heard about it. I have never seen the original. In a withered, horrible little heart. 
And uh, this movie only got an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not surprising. And I couldn't find Roger Ebert's review of it. I He was still alive, but I, I, I think he was being very selective. Yeah, I think his, at that point he was like, days. I've only got so much life yeah. left and yeah. I'm not <laughs> wasting it on this crap. It, that's true. Like, <laughs> and he, God think, bless him. He did that. review the original one, but he did not review this. I, I kind of wanted an Ebert quote for this because he's, he's always really snarky when he doesn't like something. But And um, I do want to say like – Well, I think that's why we – people like us come out and play really hard when a video there's a bad video game movie because – our quotes are the most meaningful. We're yeah. the game experts and we're critics, and we know the additional layer why this is bad. Roger Ebert never would have known. This is a bad movie that's mm. boring. Two thumbs down. And, like, we, here's a billion reasons why Street Fighter well, fans should hate this. It's a bad movie because it's a bad movie, but it's also bad because it totally does not do anything with, oh, with, with the world of – with the wealth of characters. We haven't even got weird. to the best character of all time. Um, oh, who is that? Is that – I think you got to mention him next. I know okay, you're okay, um, queuing you. Really? Who? Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, Nash. It's, Chris no. Klein. Charlie Nash. Charlie Nash. Charlie Nash. Yes, yes. Totally he's forgot like the, about He's that. like yeah. the poor man's Christian Bale. He yeah. is. It is. It is astonishing. This is. This is the role we'll remember him for. Not the the sweet True. American Pie roles, and, or that yeah. the thing he did where he slept with his sister in that movie that I don't remember. Was that um, the Flowers in the Attic remake? No, <laughs> funnier. Um, no, this Charlie Nash, one, is like the worst Street Fighter character to ever put on screen. He exists to kind of have died yeah, in somebody like that else's was, That was the whole point. Like, yeah. He, and they couldn't even get that right. I didn't even realize. At the end of the movie, he, yeah. he's still alive. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I didn't even realize he was supposed to be right. a Street Fighter character he until is. I looked it up. And Maya. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize they were both Street Fighter characters. And Charlie's Japanese name is Nash. Yeah. And Maya, so they couldn't decide, so they were just like, Charlie Nash. Charlie Nash. Did they do that with Maya as well? Doesn't she have a no. different name? Maya... Is Chun Li? Chun Li is supposed to be yeah. an Interpol agent who worked with Charlie yeah. to take down right. Bison. Like, I that's, see. Okay, that's like the <laughs> whole Street Fighter Alpha story. I, I got, so they were yeah. just like, okay, let's have a, well, a movie about Chun Li, and hey, here's a female Interpol agent working with Charlie, and let's not make that Chun Li. Let's yeah. make her a pianist. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this movie makes no sense. And <laughs> and okay, I'll go back to your point, Chris, about mm-hmm. it being a diehard script or a diehard movie. This this movie is an 80s movie. Mm. It came out in 2009, but it is an 80s movie. The villain is an evil land developer. Yes. And it has like a, a police story in which the cops Check. have to, you know, go beyond the means of law to fight a guy with ties to like the system. Well, this guy walks through the raindrops. Yeah. God, it's a great line. And um, the only yeah. thing that's missing is there's no police commissioner that's like, damn it, Nash! <laughs> yeah, You're getting too close of, to this yeah. fire. Which like, could have been Commissioner Guile. It could have been something great. God, I, I really wish they would have gotten um, what's his face from Family Zandy. Matters. <laughs> uh, Reginald Bell Johnson just, just I break like, arms if you don't get perp <laughs> <laughs> you're too close to mission yeah. you must get away now Charlie Nash you wreck 80 cards so you saying, take time for glasnost <laughs> I'm saying like they should have just went all the way with this 80s movie crap because yeah. like they, they're like halfway there they're halfway there <laughs> So <laughs> Bison burns down a youth center. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Yeah, but, there's but no, they have a dance off. Right, it's all right. okay. There's there's no like okay they're closing down on the slums, but there's no like you know we got to all rally together and mm-hmm. like have a craft arts and craft show or something for for charity. Uh, so let's like okay we're gonna break down what happens in this movie. We've been talking a lot about the, the broad try. strokes. Actually, Jeremy. we uh, we didn't really talk about uh, about Balrog. Uh, aside from mentioning Michael Clark Duncan, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. I actually he is the one character whose role in the movie I like because yeah. they turned him into something other than just like the big dumb angry violent black guy. He's yes. really he's like. He's a thug. He's, he's an enforcer, but he's pretty sharp. A conflicted yeah. bodyguard of sorts, right? I, I'm uh, trying I don't to think remember. he's particularly conflicted. He's pretty much straight up evil, but well, it's he's, almost, he's not an idiot, which is a nice mm, interpretation of the character. Yeah. You never see that. It's probably like a smarter version of his role in the Street Fighter cartoon. 
<laughs> the animated series on USA. The USA one? Yeah. That's Great the one you got to watch. One. Was he one of those guys that's like, duh, Except, like one of those guys? I just, no, him typing of. things into a computer with a boxing yeah. glove. That is, yes. that is like, in the, in the original it. anime, Balrog is just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, that's pretty much the extent of his dialogue. Right. Well, that's just, that's just sensitive. <laughs> and then if it, I, this is the only other thing I was watching it and, and thinking of, if you know Street Fighter canon enough, and I don't know a lot about it, this makes way more sense than Street Fighter, Street Fighter 1 movie. Mm-hmm. Like the, so? the original arcade game. Well, just if you're talking about these oh, weird obscure yeah. characters, like just throw in like Bird and Anna, and like if you if oh, you Birdie, don't want to yeah. if you Birdie, don't want to yeah. have characters that anybody knows, and you're establishing yeah. an origin story, why didn't they just make a Street Fighter a weird ass Street Fighter one movie? Yeah, because right. someone owed someone a favor, and there was a script lying around. I, there might have been a, a contract somewhere that had to be fulfilled. That's what it seems like. This movie seems very obligatory. Like, oh, we had to make another Street Fighter movie before the contract ran well, out, or whatever. It's, it's interesting that they decided to focus on Chun Li as the main character. Yeah. Because even though she has been, you know, one of the mainstays, um, one of the first, one of the few characters originally to I, appear in Street Fighter Three, even. I believe like, in in pulls. She's not usually the. She is actually like uh, it. Like the not interesting, usually, I was going to say she's not usually the focus of the story. She's not. She's not. But it, when it comes to like, I, like weird facts, working at Capcom that I learned is like that Street Fighter is in fact the second most recognized video game IP in the universe. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, and it's not hard to see why. I mean, like people recognize Mario and those people, and then Street Fighter characters. And when it comes to the character's popularity, you got Ryu. Maybe a dash of Ken and Chun Li is right beneath that. Hmm. Like she is the most recognized. She is the most cosplayed. She is uh, mm. probably. No, no, I, I get that. I get that. It's just like it's interesting that they made it about her and yeah. not you know Ryu as the poor young boy who knew piano. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually, Jeremy, that brings us into the intro oh, right. where you want to start your movie with a bang, so you should have narration and a growing up montage. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as Jeremy points out, uh, Chun Li gets less Asian as she grows up, which is <laughs> yeah. uh, no, like, like a, they yeah. show her in three phases of life: like childhood, uh, adolescence, and adulthood. And adolescence, she's like midpoint. Right. Like you're starting to see her shed her Asian genes and and mutate into a white person. I wonder if that's like a legitimate disease or if they're just their casting was a little off. You guys, she's half Chinese, okay? Yeah, I think she's, she just have, she's they, from, they did they did conspicuously show her Caucasian mother, right? That, that's so, so true. there is that, <laughs> but like yeah, that, that that the young girl, like they just I yeah. don't know. Yeah, they look nothing like each other. And I don't remember her being bad, and she wasn't her performance wasn't offensive. It was but about no. like it was just TV there. drama yeah. level. I guess know, like what you expect. Like but just straight or lifetime small, though, right? lifetime movie with more wuxia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the movie starts Woosh. with um, this intro. And we learn that Chun Li is studying the art of wushu with her father. A wushu, sorry. Wushu mm-hmm. is that? I, I assume that's real, or is that made up by Capcom? I have no. I don't know anything about martial arts. Again, just put these characters. Characters in a 2D fighting arena, and I'll be a fine. I'll be fine. I think Wu Sha is the non-infringing. Person. I see. Is it like Billy Blanks right. have the uh, copyright on that right. or something? Yes. Okay. Or the People's Republic. So Michael Clark Duncan, uh, who plays Balrog, he breaks in um, with a bunch of thugs, and he takes away uh, Chun Li's dad, um, presumably to die. And I guess this is where we find we are introduced to, to M Bison. Um, mm-hmm. Not as charismatic as Raul Julia, but he's doing something with this character. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how easy it is to judge these actors based on he's, what they were given. He's wine tasting the scenery. Yeah. Not yeah. chewing it like Raul Julia. <laughs> yeah. Raul Julia was just like taking yeah. big, ch- there's like yeah. just teeth marks in yes. all, every part right. of that set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we flash forward to the present, and Chun Li has achieved her goal of being a pianist, and she gets excuse mis- me a pianist. Uh, okay, okay, a, a six-inch pianist, <laughs> and she gets a mysterious scroll from we don't know where, and then she returns yeah. home. Like, where does that scroll come from? It's not really. Yeah, real. and it's treated so nonchalantly. In like, that here's scene. a scroll. Yeah, like. 
Where's it from? An admirer? Okay, let's open it. Oh, what? Open it at the end of the movie. So, yeah. to, so to make you feel even more compassionate for this sort of empty character at this point, I mean, like, we, we barely know her, but already her dad's kidnapped. Now her mom's dead. She's she's dying of, like, movieitis. Yeah. First feel sorry. Feel yeah. sorry. And, uh, and then we cut to Shadowloo after we get this introduction did to... We ever, um, did we ever find out what happened to her friend from the beginning of the movie? Her no. friend. Who helps sets up the exposition and then disappears. I don't think so. They hug. Oh, you didn't read the expanded universe again. novel. That was actually... I, I, uh, I mean, yeah, I've, I've got to gotta, gotta look this up on Wikipedia. <laughs> that was actually Cammy, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a brief appearance. Yeah. Um, so no, actually, Cammy appears later. Okay. What? Kind of. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let, let, let's, let's hold off on that until we get to this because I oh, want to be surprised. Oh, also, fact-checking... Wuxia is martial arts, hero, film, genre. Wushu is another word for kung fu. Okay, okay got it. So, it's so a I, we thing. were all right. We were all correct. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mushu is the sidekick in Pocahontas. Yeah. And also <laughs> delicious with the little pancakes <laughs> and the yeah. <laughs> sauce. So this is when we're introduced to Shadowloo. Shadowlau? Is it Shadowlau? I think it's Shadowlau. It's, it's pronounced differently in the movie than it is in every other corner of the universe. Yeah. Um, is it Shadowlau? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and in the last Street Fighter movie, I believe it was a country. Do you remember that, Ray? Yeah. It was like a country, it like a country. It was like a – it was basically like, um, you know, Metal Gear Solid's mother base. Yeah, right? pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. It but was this... a PMC of, of martial artists. Mm-hmm. And this time it's an investment corporation, which is a front for organized crime. Oh, I love I love our modern – So Shadowloo is a person now. Um, Corporations mm-hmm. are oh, yeah, people, that's right. Bob. That's right. Doesn't pay taxes. Therefore, it's unimpeachable. We just end this podcast right now. <laughs> so M. Bison basically gathers his board members in front of him and is like, okay, guys, I'm taking over. Uh, this is all mine now. And they're like, well, ugh, harumph. And they just get all upset and they leave. I know. What the I hell? Was, I was really surprised. I thought they were all going to drink champagne and die. Yeah. I thought it was poison <laughs> champagne. But no, they they pulled a fake out and had Vega kill them instead. Off yeah. camera. That, Who? That, yeah. <laughs> Vega? Yeah. Taboo. Oh, Taboo. Please taboo tell from, me. Um, Please from Black Eyed Peas. Uh, Black Eyed Peas. I was thinking Outcast. Sorry. <laughs> Can we go back to that, that scene? Please do, Ray. What oh. crime lord is that accepting of anything? Mm. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean? They, those guys are just like, okay, you motherfucker. And then they like, just walk them oh, off. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then they're us. killed, but then, like, what what would they have done? <laughs> yeah, you just hear a bunch of like uh, slashing noises off yeah. off screen, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I I downloaded the unrated version, guys. So there's going to be oh, some, nice. some killer gore coming some, up, some amazingly passable CG blood. Not yeah. the so um, not the crazy a, foley and like this is kind of related to the versions we watched. Um, I might have gotten mine through some uh, disreputable. Uh, Processes. Blockbuster? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, mine didn't have any subtitles for the Chinese sections. Oh. Were those actually subtitled in the. Uh, some of them were. Some, yeah. Okay. Because I, I was guess just like. If you didn't see any, then yeah, there were some. Yeah, there okay. were some. So I kind of had to guess at the story, but I oh. think I figured it out. <laughs> okay. It was so, tricky. To get you guys up to speed, we've met Chun Li. We've met uh, M. Bison. So now we're up to part three of our story, and I think Chris's favorite part. We mm. are introduced to the police side of this. Um, Chris Klein, Nash. he is Nash, Charlie Nash, yeah. um, working for Interpol. Oh, so and um, he's checking out, uh, apparently Vega cut off all these guys' heads. So he's looking at the crime scene. He's like, oh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. He's also checking out Maya. Oh, yeah. And she's a babe. Played by Moon Bloodgood. And I'll tell you, that blood is good, baby. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not actually that gross. But she is made to be a babe in this. Her boobs are always hanging out. I looked at scenes on YouTube. Every single one, she is leaning down to the camera. Yeah, yeah. Every single one. It is a real, like, I'm streaming League of Legends on Twitch outfit. She's wearing. 
now illegal. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Okay. I think they, they made a shirt. They made a button. A, a bunch of updated shirt rules. It's for, like uh, you need two buttons, mm-hmm. or at least at least at least two buttons. Uh, you, just yesterday, I showed my butt crack for the first time. <laughs> oh, on Twitch. Any, sorry, that's neither here nor there. Chris, that's not the way to get get ahead. Uh, it it put it put money in the tip jar. Wow. Two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go back to what we were talking about. Nash is on the case. Yeah. He realizes that Blyson is the only Shadowlaw member left. Mm. And apparently he's been spending years trying to track this guy down. And so we learn that, that Nash is apparently like, he's, yeah. the, he's, he's married to his job. Yeah. He's married to his I job. Tracked this guy over four continents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? He, You're yeah. terrible at your job. If yeah. your job. My job never paid for me to go to four continents. Yeah. That never happened. And I, and I feel like with as powerful as Blyson apparently is in this movie, why are there only like two... Cops, yeah, <laughs> on his yes. case is, is like Thailand or where? where they have, they have oh, that Hong whole Kong. division that are silently working mm-hmm. in the background yeah. because when when you know the commissioner comes and shuts them down, he comes into the office and no one's there. Yeah. All those people were the support. All staff. those people sitting there waiting for bribes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was that uh, they're all working on the Shenlong case. <laughs> yeah, it's more important. <laughs> all these people were cut in half. Um, <laughs> I, I think it was that Chris and uh, sorry Nash and Maya were the stupidest Interpol officers. So like, you guys go yeah. handle this bison case. <laughs> you guys like, are going snipe hunting. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's essentially what it was. There's Zinagata for the modern era. <laughs> uh-huh. So yes, uh, we learned that M Bison is an evil land developer. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I skipped ahead a bit. So uh, Nash is on the case. Like I said, he realizes Bison yeah. is the only Shadow guy. And uh, and then Chun Li goes to Bangkok based on this scroll to find Gen, who apparently is a Street Fighter character. I'm not up in my Street Fighter yeah, lore, but apparently he's a very old man. And in this movie, he's played like he's played by a 45 year old man. But we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Chun Li. The one thing they did get right is he's totally a vagrant. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's definitely Gen. He's like a drunkard. Yeah, <laughs> who lives in an alley. But for some reason, um, Chun Li is living like a pauper. I, I, sh- I assume she comes from money. Did you, yeah. Did you see, no, I mean, like, you the... saw you saw the, the apartment she lived in in San Francisco. Yeah. It's got a view of the the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. She had money. But what the, one of the scenes that was cut out, I do know this, uh, is where she models this entire montage of a Batman Begins. <laughs> that did it. No, it, it, feels, it feels like that... a montage from like uh, Midnight right. Cowboy or something. Like yeah. where she's like begging for food and like her tuberculosis. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's it's so hard. And then you know. Like a lady offers her food, and she brings out this wad of bills. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's really that hard scrabble in existence there. Like get a get oh, an Airbnb, Chunli. Yeah. No, she took it from the other lady. Oh, okay, I missed I that part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you don't exactly. Oh, know, that's right. She did. You don't know why she's making herself destitute, except that apparently it will summon Gen at some point. Mm. Like, yeah. hey, just bring yourself to the lowest level, and then I'll manage to really the, help you. Is that really the mentality behind it? Canonically, it he prays, uh, he prays yeah. on hobos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he runs a bum fights uh, style <laughs> website in oh, uh, that Hong was Kong. So sad that I've seen those. It was a oh, cut bonus from the first yeah. game. Yeah. 
So uh, Chun Li's living like a pauper. She beats up a bunch of drunks. That's who are harassing harmless yeah. bystanders. I like to think those guys are uh, canonically uh, the uh, thugs from Final Fight. Yeah, oh, yeah. they are. Two <laughs> yeah. P was one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andor. Uh, <laughs> Love uh, Andor. Sodom is that one of them? Yeah, yeah. Well, but he's a boss in Japan. Yeah. And okay. he, he's a Street Fighter character. So. Yes. Oh, you're right. He is now or an alpha character. So Wait. I that's Street Fighter. Yeah. No, no. Wait. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember which one. I'm, I'm sorry. Where are we? Yeah, it's it's so, the it's open, games. that's another thing that's really confusing about this movie because. Uh, they ch- the characters they chose are all the ones that have different names in Japan. Oh yeah, so that's in true. Japan that's, they yeah, on they changed they ch- yeah You're like right. half of the cast has a different name. Right. Abroad. Bison and Balrog and Vega Charlie. They all switcheroo their names yep. because I, somebody didn't want to be sued by Mike Tyson because reasons. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, credited with both names in the credit roll. They are because <laughs> that's I guess that's how they are in foreign countries. I don't really know, yeah. but. I, oh, that was one of I'm really irritated by that well, kind of yeah. crap you worked there. So Why did you guys decide on one usable name? That that's bothered me too. Like the fact that M. Bison is saddled with a Mike Tyson parody yep. name yes. for his entire Forever. existence. It's just like it's stupid. It is a cool name though. He should be named after Suzanne Vega, the the hardcore <laughs> deadly music. Love it Love is a Battlefield, singer. is that right? Or or Lou uh, Vega. No, she was uh, Mambo number five. Okay. Lou Vega. Lou Vega. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit of bison in my life. A little bit of Chun Li by my side. I apologize okay. for reminding anybody of that song. Yeah, You're not forgiven. It's okay. <laughs> At least no one let the dogs out yet. So <laughs> let's move on. So Chun Li fights these drunkards off, and she passes out because she's she's poor and hungry. And this is when uh, Gen mm-hmm. scoops her up, takes uh, Chun Li back to his to crib, the cave. to the to the to the Gen cave. <laughs> oh, actually, no. I guess it's to the uh, temple at the top of the mountain. Yeah, it's the Gen loft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we. This is Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Apparently, Gen uh, is much younger in this version of the movie. And then we learn that everyone that has a spider tattoo that she keeps seeing is part of the Order of the Web, which is a resistance group oh. um, that's fighting against Shadowlow. Oh, okay. So no, um, no edge of Spider Verse here. No, no. Okay. They, they are. They look like prison tattoos. I'm not sure what a spider web tattoo means for prison tattoo like like lingo. I think it means sensitive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it means I, I'm willing to talk about my feelings. Um, means I'm sticky. <laughs> yes. Emotions just just stay here. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this this movie is uh is just full of montages, training montages. Yeah. We get we get another one where she she's fighting um she's fighting again and we get we get the beginning of her learning how to throw a fireball, which is gonna figure into the um end of the movie. Excuse yes. me, it's not fire, oh, it's key. Come on, I'm sorry. The the cheese. The, oh cut the cheese. Yep. And <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a, that's something that I mean. I'm I'm kind of skipping ahead here. Oh no, it's but, cool. It's cool. But it's it's really weird because they tried to you know ground this and make it more realistic. You know, Bison is a land developer mm-hmm. and he doesn't have psycho power. He oh, yeah. just like he's a guy who <laughs> fights got a little bit. Seller power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, then at the the whole thing around her fighting him is to use this magical mystical attack. So yeah, it just is. Just have it, it one weird. way or the other, guys. Right, commit, right. commit. The exactly. winner gets a set of steak knives. Yeah. <laughs> so this is when uh, Chun Li's powder blue training pajamas come in. It's, it's not <laughs> quite her like Chinese dress. They yeah. they never put her it's, in that dress. It's a, which... it's a little more um, Street Fighter Alpha again. Yeah, I, she's I wearing like she track pants. Like in that. Okay, track pants. <laughs> she's she's kind of slumming it, doing laundry, I guess, in that game. <laughs> so okay. Back to back to Shadow Lao. This movie like pinballs back between all these stories because it doesn't really want to commit to you know telling you much about anybody. But yeah, Chun Li goes to a net cafe and discovers that Bison's association uh, with the Esperanto Corporation Sweet. is a front for Shadow Lao. And it's weird. We never know like how these people have the capacity to discover these things. Like is mm-hmm. Chun Li a hacker? Like how is she putting no, the pieces she together? Read she the used the Google. She used she, the Google. She Google she, foo. She lycos that mess. <laughs> she, 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 she she has the same computer setup that. Uh, that they used in Mission Impossible, where you just type in a query and 
crazy things come up. Job and like a, 316. And like a laughing skull shows up and then you like crack <laughs> Welcome the to the happy a dungeon. Little, <laughs> a little window <laughs> called <laughs> searchui.mpeg. <laughs> So we have another montage. I've marked down all the montage in this movie. Oh, Even Rocky had a montage. Rocky had a good montage, but these are just all like, we don't want to write <laughs> words. We just want to, you know, pat out the movie. So yeah, what do you have against montage? I love montage. We have a montage of Bison's security thugs clearing people out of the you, slums. He's taking over the slums. He's an evil land developer, and Ernest is nowhere to be found <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> no. Where is Ernest to help us in our time of need? Jim Varney, come back. Uh, I, but, which I just want to say, I, I don't know when this is going up. I just... At great personal expense, my buddy Brett, big closet Ernest fan, bought him the pristine talking doll Ooh. for his birthday. Cannot wait. I'm going to present it to him on mic somewhere. Right. Does, uh, wait, like, this is the talking like one of those pull strings? Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh that's, what my burn. Penny, that's what my Pee Wee Herman doll sounds like right now. <laughs> I love you. Why did Pee Wee Herman have to love me? Uh, he couldn't just say a line? Uh, it was good for his brand. <laughs> Sorry, so we are back to Nash and the lady cop who's, who's named Maya. At mm-hmm. this point, I realized she had a name. She wasn't just like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, they're right, right. free to look at. They're on a stakeout. She's Chun-Li too. Captain Cleavage. Chun-Li too. And they, they, they spot Balrog in order to make themselves look less conspicuous. Um, Chris Klein starts making out with her, which seemed kind of a little rapey to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it was seemed, uncomfortable. No, she was into it. They were both like... Well, usually no, that, that had to happen. Yes, it did. Is there sexual tension? I'm not. I'm not I'm That's dating. the thing. They tried to have some sexual tension. It, it was. It was the cutest little thing. They were like, mm. let's <sighs> let's have some acting and some sexual yeah, tension. Exactly. Here. I mean, there was no build up to it at all. Let's pretend Except, there's not you know, a... some leering at the beginning, but like. Well, no, because then she like he comes to her house or her apartment and she's changing clothes. Okay, and... but beyond that, I mean, it was kind of hollow otherwise. Yeah, like, but I mean, once you get to the point where you do, they're the, basically the fake both like waving their libidos at each other. <laughs> yeah, like. I'm as hot. much as anyone in this movie can act. I'm like, just saying. That part proper, was pretty clear. It's proper the, film. The they are not into proper courting. Okay. They're it's Interpol. Like, They're living at the hard scrabble edge of the universe. It's the, the, the B-movie version of presenting. Yeah. <laughs> He's hunky Chris Klein. She's sexy moon blood good. It has to happen. Just, just, Think of the beautiful child they can make. Together, they fight crime. I want, I want this Chris Klein role to become classic and for him to do nothing but these parts. I wanted more of him in this movie yeah. because he just like there's nothing going on up there. It is hysterical. <laughs> it is so it is so wonderful. Yeah, you're Chris cut. Klein. At the same time though, I kind of have to admire it because I'm like, well, you know, if I'm Chris Klein, mm-hmm. I was in, you know, a couple of fun uh, he was in American Pie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's like fine, okay, I'm kind of, you know, maybe living high off the hog of that a little bit. You know, somebody wants me for a Street Fighter movie. I'll get to hang out in, I guess, you know, glorious docks of Vancouver for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll, I can see the script. I see it's not the most uh, serious thing in the world. It's based on a video game. Fine. I I'll play it up a little bit. I'll have some fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get remembered for this. I'll later. carry the weight. But he, he, like, he would be perfect as a, like, a Batman villain in a Joel Schumacher movie. Exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that yeah. kind of performance. Yeah. No brain. Yeah. It's great. Like, almost every line he delivers directly at the camera while moving his head like yeah. this. What the hell? What? What's going on? He has a real... Uh, Turning into the camera. Obscure, but, oh, man. Is this picking up on radio? He yeah. has a real <laughs> Jeremy London-style acting, uh, like, from Mallrats, because my wow. girlfriend was like, is that the guy from Mallrats? Uh-huh. Just based on the, the hair. hair. <laughs> yeah. Similar. He's got a real 95 haircut, that mm-hmm. kind of mushroom bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He never let that go. But um, so we get another we get another montage. There was yet another <laughs> montage, another training montage. Ding. I wish they would have put the South Park montage music <laughs> over this because that would have made this much better. But um, we are on another stakeout with Nash and Maya, and this is where they run into Chun Li. 
and um, she's dancing around with some Shadaloo employee, and it's at this point where her hair, her hair is actually in the buns, in yep. the Chun Li buns. Right. Yep. And there is a rap song about stuff that, that features a str- that, that sorry that features a song, the lyrics "Street Fighter" in yeah. the song. Nice. Actually, speaking of speaking of the um, the music that you hear in the uh, in the in the movie. Uh, my favorite use of music in the entire movie is when you're first introduced to Charlie mm-hmm. and he gets out of the car and there's like a yes kind of for like two seconds yes, yes, yes. and then it cuts they, and then it like plays t- quietly in the background yeah. it was like he it's slow motion yeah. and he's coming out and it's like he's going to be badass and then no. it's like the movie couldn't even commit to that yeah, actually. Like, okay whatever both guys. of your points for you, like very 80s movie that is he did get the Stallone entrance the star oh, yeah, lighting the but he got two seconds of it yeah yeah but they, oh, he yeah. got a still exit a oh, entrance, and, uh, to your point uh, 20% of all rap lyrics are Street Fighter references. <laughs> I swear, pro- history will prove me correct. So for some for some reason, well, I'm sure all the Wu Tang clans are right. <laughs> yes. So for and, some and Deltron and Deltron, we, yes. Can we touch on this uh, henchwoman? Mm-hmm. Oh, please do. Because, Ray, you go know, ahead. When I first saw the movie, it's like I thought, oh, I bet that's going to be Rose. It wasn't. It was Cantana, who was another made-up character. For yeah, yeah, I kept thinking they were saying Katana, mm-hmm. right. and I was like, wow, that's not even the right fighting franchise. It's Cantina with an A. <laughs> with an A. But um, I've decided that I'm going to call her Miss Tessmacher because mm. she is the uh, the lady assistant uh, counterpart to the evil land developer. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, there's such a <laughs> – this movie gets uh, so close to a lesbian thing it doesn't even try because it, it's a PG-13, right? So it's like, right. Yeah. I couldn't even <laughs> – Unrated PG-13. I think it's so interesting ridiculous. that Chudley just had the instinct the to say, Oh, you're right. I yeah. bet that lady would be into me and right. dance on up to her. And it's just, no, just dancing. Then we can go beat each other up. I know more street uh, No, I mean, she goes no, for, I'm, I'm, no, for I'm, like a, a rendezvous in the restroom and then gets attacked. I think. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I know. She looks yeah, very predatory, actually. Did anybody yeah, yeah, see yeah, Assassin's Fist? No. The, what is uh, that? It was the, I think it premiered a Machinima, but the series of short films. Oh, that films, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Street yeah. Fighter yes, yes, Assassin's yes, yes. Fist, I'm sorry. Okay. It, I, it came out on a Blu ray around the end of the, um, I've heard 2014. Good yeah, like, yeah. so I, I wouldn't. I had reasons I wouldn't watch it. characters are dressed like they should be. They are, and, like, <laughs> it's shot competently by yeah. someone who really does know, the, for the first time ever, that someone who does care about the characters, yeah. um, in my opinion. Uh, that is all I can Besides say, the anime, of course. I swear to you, I'd never watched it because I was so biased. Like, why didn't they let me make a movie <laughs> with these characters? I just, mm-hmm. And I... Yeah, I had no qualifications to be allowed to do that. <laughs> no. no one should give me that opportunity. Neither did the writer of this movie. So, Chris, come on. That's what. Yeah, that's what At I least thought. You worked for Capcom. I'll make yes for that brief period. I, I was jealous and bitter and never watched Assassin's Fist. <laughs> no. I admitted it. All right. So we are in a ladies' room, and Chun Li and the Shadowloo lady. What's her name again? Cantana. Cantana. Miss Tessmacher. She fell out of Mortal Kombat, I guess. Uh, <laughs> They fight in the bathroom. It's it's pretty brutal. This has my best. This has the best sound effect in the entire movie when Chun Li smashes uh, Cantana through the uh, through Marker. the the yes Miss <laughs> through the uh, through the through the restroom stall door, which you know is probably made of particle board or wood or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it shatters like glass. Yeah, yeah. What's amazing. up with that? <laughs> like, wait a minute, because I kept seeing those glass bowls at the sink and thinking, man, someone's gonna get smashed into that, and it's gonna be brutal. And then they get smashed through the door, and that makes the glass sound. Yeah, I, I was didn't like, get you that guys did it in the wrong spot. Yeah, they missed opportunity. Well, I think they the doors were glass. Were oh, that, that was a glitch. That was Weren't a glitch. They, I thought they were kicked through. A glitch in the matrix. A glitch in the movie. Yeah, it was a bug. We're gonna work that out. <laughs> The next my, patch. My, my movie wasn't patched yet. Patch that movie. I'll say it's valid, uh, but otherwise, yeah. But is that that's was a like... wasted opportunity to add like just a random character. It could have been anybody. Yeah. Like yeah. four was out and introduced a could bunch have been of somebody other. Somebody you'd actually recognize from Street Fighter. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Could have been. Throw some Rose. Even from they, Jury. Yeah. 
They could have called her Sagat, like Miss yeah. Sagat. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> a lady Sagat. Oh, man. If, if the Street Fighter universe were Marvel, that would happen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if it were Kojima, then he would take the opportunity to bare her chest and show the scar. Right. Uh-huh. So uh, she kicks this lady's it butt. laughs when she, when she shoots her gun. <laughs> find out when Bison's next shipment is coming. I forget what this is a shipment of. Uh, spoilers. Yeah, we find out Exposition? Not, yes. Uh, we just we just know where Chun-Li needs to go next to find Bison because mm. Bison will be there or someone will be there and they're looking for something called the White Rose which they think at this point is a ship. Uh, we're not going to talk about what it is yet because it, it's, it's yeah. really stupid. It's really, stu- it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. But what is it believed to be at that point? Is I, it like I don't her know. dad or something? What's drugs? going on? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe drugs but it's like mm-hmm. the next shipment's coming in. I think this movie was like doesn't understand that it needs to explain more. It's mm-hmm. like no, this is a movie. People will just get right. it. Like whatever. But it's um, like the underpinning of Mitchell. It's like there's a shipment. Coming. What? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so this is okay. when she does a spinning bird kick. We get one Street Fighter move in the whole thing. Maybe maybe later with the fireballs. Yeah, oh. I mean she she has her chi attack. Yeah, I, I gotta see if there's a gif of that online. After after Super Street Fighter, then it's all good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it really kind of brings together the whole the whole Street Fighter. Ooh. It really it really works with the timeline. Uh, so this is in my un- I think this is only in my unrated version that I watched. But mm-hmm. after this, we cut to a scene with uh, Bison, uh, the corpse of the lady that was beaten up by Chun Li is hanging from like no, a hook, it's and he's the... and he's like beating it. And I think this 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 is like really the tone. Was is she like, was she dead? She was dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, that doesn't really fit with this movie's like goofy, no, silly, fun tone. It's just like they're trying to make Bison like you know kill the cat or whatever by making him like uh-huh. let's make him do something really gross and awful. But I think it's like you didn't really earn that yet, movie. You didn't really earn <laughs> a so band. much. It doesn't earn, but yeah, especially that. Yeah. I wasn't sure because mine was like unrated version, like too hot for theaters. I, I don't know, but I saw it too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Three. I guess effects. they were like, well, we have a few strong, empowered female characters, so let's kind of yeah. clear the balance. The, and well, uh, this, as a young man experiencing the spinning bird kick, was very important to me as a young man. <laughs> I'll just say that. So when you so, someone's, I said spinning bird kick, and you said unrated, and I was like, what? What's happening? What yeah. happened? Oh my no, god! Kristen, my little kid uh, dreams come to life. Kristen Kruick is dressed very modestly throughout yeah. this entire movie. Uh, she actually. This like, clip is on YouTube, by the way, if you would like to check it out. Oh, yeah. Spinning okay. Bird Kick alone. And the entire movie is on YouTube, too. Eight seconds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's weird because uh, we, I guess we didn't talk about this, but Kristen Kruick, or however you say her name, she's she's okay, but mm-hmm. she does not have the trendly build. I mean, no human being does. Yeah. But she is just like a wayfish, like a beautiful model type girl. Mm-hmm. And she is not at all. Kim Kardashian has the trendly build. She would have been a great trendly. I think we, can all we, we all discovered that this week. Yes, we did. <laughs> Uh, not Did you also this. see how well her derriere fit into Homer Simpson's mouth? Uh, oh, it's geez. the greatest picture on the internet right now. Okay, uh, I'll, let, I'll let all of our <laughs> listeners, uh, I'll let all of our listeners Google that for themselves. Right. So not. back to the movie. It's okay, a re- it's a retronauts link of the week. It's I want to talk book. about M Bison's uh, epic backstory that is uh-huh. the worst. So. Yeah. 
Okay, so Nash tries to find out who Chun-Li is, who cares? But then again, uh, <laughs> talks about who Bison is, where he came from. He was the son of Irish missionaries because apparently they couldn't get this guy to lose his accent for the role. They're just like, ah, make him Irish. No, but McDonough does not have yeah. an accent in real life. Oh, really? That's no. what's crazy. I assume because his no, name was McDonough. He added it for this film. Oh, that's wow. what's insane. I mean, when you think wow. when you think the name Bison, you think Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> right. Majestic yeah. Bison rolling the Emerald Isle. Michael O. Bison and the Little People. Ah, oh, Michael O. Bison. <laughs> I thought you were. I'm glad you're bringing the Irish because I'm can't. sorry. I apologize to every uh, actual Irish person. That. Yeah. So sorry. what happened to M Bison? Well, um, oh, no, okay. Well, right. <laughs> Chris, Chris just showed us uh, Homer Simpson's uh, mouth made out of uh, Kim Kardashian's butt, Ray, and it does work. Just, I, I peaked. I peaked. No, no, it does away. work. <laughs> it does work. We're good. Yep. That's adding some much needed heat to this to this chilly cabin. Yeah. Uh, so okay, let's talk about Bison's background. Um, he was a son of Irish missionaries, yeah. uh, left to die because his parents were killed or died of disease or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so he had a hard scrabble life. He became a vicious thug, and he met some woman, and he brought her brought her to a cave, as we all do, you know, like ah, cave of wonders. Yes, the cave of wonders. <laughs> uh, you know, like, let's have some let's have some cave smooching uh, action going on here. And um, his wife was pregnant, so he lays her down, and then proceeds to uh, oh, this is a quote from the movie, quote unquote transferred the goodness of his soul into uh-huh. his unborn daughter. So in what? order for Bison to be evil, he needs to transfer his conscience in a con- conscious conscience? Consciousness. Conscience. Mm-hmm. Conscience. He needs to put Jimmy Cricket inside of the new baby. Pamoke! Yeah. Don't. <laughs> that's what he needs to do. <laughs> I've been watching that movie a lot lately. Yeah. Yes. So that's what he needs to do um, in order to become evil. I, I don't know, like... Yeah. How he learns okay, about but this. What you like, forgot to mention is the fact that by in the process of transferring involves him murdering his pregnant wife yeah. right. and pulling the baby out of her womb. Exactly. And, and holding up what looks like yeah. a mashed potato Was this in your version? Because potato. in my version, when he dug into her, you don't see the digging in, but you see like a blood splash across oh, yeah. his face. Okay, it's, yeah. It's, and the wonderful Again, Foley effect. Yeah. This movie did not earn this. No, it didn't. <laughs> not no. in any way. No movie no. has, actually. Uh, no, yeah, no movie, really. I, I can't think of any movie. No, that but did. it was weird. It's just like. Ours on tree or something. These weird, like, super edgy touches out of nowhere, like a complete, like, tonal swerve in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, t- um, I'm telling you, this was probably. I, I want to see the original script. This was not built for Street Fighter no, at no, all. No, no, no. And all. it's funny when he rips the when, when he rips the baby out of the womb. There's like apple crunching sounds effect. It sounds like the Ugh. Foley artist was like chewing on an apple in front of a microphone. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> they brought in Mel Blanc uh, to. Uh, the thing is, he had to spit out that that apple too yeah. immediately because he was also Bison. Electric. What a maroon! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a real Nimrod. Yeah.
But I, I was just thinking about the, the name of the movie, The Legend yeah. of Chun-Li. Yeah. There's no Legend of Chun-Li. No, she... It's more like... She's almost more like a side story. It's yeah. like Chun-Li Gaiden. It's like the, the story, the origin of Chun-Li. The legend does not make sense unless you're talking about this huge universe that they may have had planned, which I doubt. I mean, yeah. the, this this movie is actually a tale passed down from centuries in the future. <laughs> yes. It's been, yes. it's been, you know, kept alive through old tradition. It right. Was, it's, it, like, it's like uh, Beowulf. So it's called a legend now. It was a story <laughs> that our parents passed along through one another by via purely windscreens. Yes. Windscreens. <laughs> and, and it was also one of the earliest cave paintings, The Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> yes. So let's let's go back All to the right, movie. Right. We learn about M. Bison's epic beginnings in mm-hmm. Baby Powers. And uh, <laughs> uh-huh. we uh, apparently his thugs find uh, Chun-Li and Balrog fires a rocket launcher into the scene with no regard <laughs> to his loft, henchmen. Yeah. yeah, like so his henchmen, the henchmen are fighting Chun-Li. That's how Chun-Li. you know he's evil. Yeah, I mean, he has no regard for human life. Uh, I'm sure Balrog put his put his... <laughs> Spirit and a baby too, for all we know. It's very I'll say popular. This, that did look fun. It did look fun. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of a scene from Falling Down, which this yeah. guy was a DP on. So there you go. There's a connection. Uh, so Gen might be dead, for all we know, and Chen Li is left with his pendant. Um, and then M Bison's like, "Hey Vega, if you're not too busy, you know, hanging out with uh, what pants you from?" Uh, Black, Black, Eyed Black Eyed Peas. If you're not too busy, like hanging, hanging out, with out with Fergie and stuff, you know, Taboo, which is you... also a good Street Fighter name. Yeah. Yeah. Could you please? And a pretty fun board game. Yes. Yeah. By Rare. Yeah. And a bad NES game. So mm-hmm. it's now Vegas' turn to fight Chun-Li, and there's a fight. It's not very interesting. And Chun-Li knocks, knocks his mask off, and surprise, surprise, he's not a beautiful he's man. Ugly. He should be, like, a beautiful, yeah. like, feminine, like, right. gloriously handsome been right man. Yeah. yeah, exactly, well, yeah. I, think, I don't think Taboo's that bad looking, but he's also he's not no, Vega. He's no Vega, right. yeah. Mm. That mask is there were no, something. There were no sparkles, no yeah. long eyelashes. I mean, it might as well have been Lou Frigno. I yeah. just... <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> this is neither here nor there. Just clicked on his IMDb. He was a writer on The Voice? Sure. What? Why does The Voice have – I don't. I guess I don't know enough about it, but why does it have writers? I thought people – it was a singing competition. But how do you go from playing Vega to writing a reality show? I don't – that's a good question. Again, the, where's I, that – I mean, he's in, the, he's in the music industry, so I'm like, can you just, oh, okay. can you just write like bumpers? Like, yeah. Wow. Um, the guy from Maroon 5 is a moron and can't speak? We need someone to write for him. Yeah. <laughs> Help him with his uh, articles. Yeah. He, needs, he needs the difference <laughs> yeah. between the and uh. So where are we in this movie? There is I know. I'm sorry. Keep derailing it. Chun-Li investigates the shipment uh, for this ship called the White Rose. We still don't know what's on this ship mm-hmm. or why she's interested in it, but Bison will be there probably, As I guess. As it turns out, it's very descriptive. Yeah. Um, and this is officially Maya and Nash are off the case. There is no angry police chief, which gets me mad, yeah. but they're yeah, just yeah. off the case. It's like an 80s cop movie up in here pretty much um, for the most part. And, um, and this is when Chun-Li arrives at the docks and she um, dodges gunfire because apparently the bison's uh, henchmen are like stormtroopers with, the, with these guns. <laughs> and they end up capturing her. And surprise, surprise, I'm speeding through the movie, I'm sorry, but Chun-Li realizes uh, her dad isn't dead. So at the beginning of the movie when she was still Asian, mm-hmm. her dad was kidnapped. <laughs> and apparently bison kept him this long just to wheel him out in front of Chun-Li again. Yeah. I mean, like, what was he doing? That's quite the plan. Was, was he, was he was he... the milk of his operation, man. How, how, like... He was the milk. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. The Harvey milk? <laughs> yes. Okay. The I, milk I, I, and cheese. I'm I don't know. Okay. But I don't know, like, he seemed to be in good shape. He didn't seem to be living, like, under torture for the past 20 years mm-hmm. or whatever. Just, yeah. like, so, yeah, uh, Chun-Li's dad is apparently alive, and um, was Bison he, was... Was he keep... an accountant? <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but he, he, he was looked on like... on a computer. He was cleanly shaved. He was wearing okay clothes, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's how he, his business was made by trading and selling incentives. I see. That's hmm. right. This, I don't know. This person will grow up someday to be somebody's long-lost dad. Let's yeah. hold on to him. <laughs> it's not like the... 
the modern equivalent of uh, Catholic indulgences. Oh, I was, thought you were going to go for a Game of Thrones reference. I was waiting oh, for sorry, it. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> that's enough. I keep, I've, I've watched the first 10 minutes of the first episode like four times, and every time I'm like, that's enough. Boring. That's <laughs> enough. I Too said many the same characters. thing, and I've read the books. Hmm. It's hard for me to We watch. can all be snobs in this room. Mm-hmm. I haven't done either. <laughs> <laughs> So what is happening in this movie? Well, sorry. Chun-Li is tied up by her legs. Don't feel sorry, Chris. We're, we're, we're taking lots of breaks to make fun of this horrible thing. Mm-hmm. It's how we're getting through it. Yeah, and then so. you guys have to leave. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. I mean, you know, value the time you're in here because outside, it's not, it's not, it's not good That's outside. Right. Yeah. My time is meaningless. I'm the Scrooge McDuck of free time. Jeez. Do whatever you like. So <laughs> you can do some dusting after this, Chris. Okay. So uh, what's happening now? Chun-Li is tied up in, uh, by her legs and she escapes because bison's thugs are awful. And uh, she runs through a marketplace, <laughs> and this is. Yeah, the- I like that their idea of attacking her is to basically like treat her like she's mm-hmm. on a, riding a swing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> push like again. holding her still and beating the crap I, out I, of her. They like punch her so hard that she flies up. I think just for the sake of describing the plot, we should say that her dad is killed as soon as right. he's, he's oh. oh, oh yes, yeah. I forgot to uh, go ahead, Razor. More to that. No, I'm is just he just uh, like shot her? Is his head twisted off or something? Yeah, I forget. Twi- yeah, yeah, basically neck broken. Gets his neck broken like, immediately. Breaks his neck so my, in front Bison of her. kept him around for a decade just for that. Yeah, mm. just for that one move. Like it's like as soon as your daughter's here. Oh damn. That's like happy birthday. Here's a puppy. Oh, now it's in the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Later. Oh yeah, and they keep calling her the schoolgirl. Yeah. Yeah. We all know that's actually Sakura. Exactly. Not Chun Li. And Chun Li looks like she's out of uh, school or like too. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm angry. So Maya, the policewoman, should have been Chun Li, mm-hmm. and Chun Li should have been Sakura. Mm-hmm. I just realized. It doesn't. Okay. 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 Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense for they're not. That those there shouldn't have been Street Fighter characters everywhere. Even if they're tur- even they're, if they're a receptionist at the police yeah. station, yeah, uh, that could have been Sakura. <laughs> I work here on weekends and afternoons. Yeah, no shit. That's <laughs> a terrible Sakura, people. I, I apologize. Chris um, actually did the voice no, of Sakura in yeah. uh, Street Fighter Four. Yeah. Uh, ouch! <laughs> <laughs> so suck at Sakura. There's this escape through this marketplace, and all that's missing is like two people carrying a plate glass window in front of like an empty road, and then having it smashed uh, because like fruit fruit carts are being overturned. Oh, but... my precious chickens! <laughs> <laughs> well, and how how do these people decide to fight back? Oh against... no, the Mugu guy pants. <laughs> ah, these people decide the to fight back against M Bison and his thugs by throwing fruit at them. Uh-huh. So apparently, in their defense, it looked like oh, some yeah. pretty hard fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. They they were, they were like uh, kumquats and coconuts and uh, what Dragon are those fruits. ugly fruits? Whatever you want to call them, Dorians. It's weird that, like, they are pretty much it was saying... It's probably just the smell of the Dorians that drove them That's away. That's pretty stinky. I agree. <laughs> it's weird, though, that they are willing to kind of, like, cleanse this area of poor people, but when it's like, oh, man, they're throwing fruit. We better get out of here. <laughs> Cheese it. Yeah. That's, also, that's also pretty 80s. Yeah, yeah, that is really 80s. Yeah. Uh, all that's missing from this movie is someone actually accidentally recording Bison and having, having that played back in front of like an audience <laughs> that then turns on him. So I, I'm, I'm sad that they messed out on that 80s trope because that's great. Yeah. So we have a little more uh, fights and a little more action in this movie. Um, so Chun-Li learns how to throw that fireball. This is like her arc. And I must say, like as someone who has studied screenwriting and that's someone who has wasted money on college courses about screenwriting, this movie is like the most like – the template for this movie is the most like basic like go through all the beats, mm-hmm. you know, screenplay. Like – it's kind of like the uh, the the monomyth epic journey or whatever, where it's like the, the character is thrown into this new world, then she meets a mentor, and then she has to learn something to overcome, blah, blah, blah. It like, mm-hmm. goes through every step, so it's pretty uh-huh. predictable in how it's structured. So that's what this fireball thing is. It's like that is her like becoming whole like or gaining her new identity or whatever by learning how to throw a fireball. So, so it really represents the evolution of Street Fighter to Super Street Fighter. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> by using the fireball to substitute right. a hymen. It's not just and a hack anymore. Spiritual hymen. Wait, what? <laughs> spiritual hymen, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> now this is explicit. <laughs> this, you want to go back in the wrong direction? You want to go back? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was trying to be nerdy, not, <laughs> not no, explicit. I, Sorry. Yeah, I like Jeremy's joke better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that, you know what? That joke is retired. I'm Jeremy retiring. just got right joke jacked. All right, all right. Next next crowdfunding endeavor, we'll bring it we'll bring it back up. It'll be a stretch goal. More Hyman jokes. Yes. <laughs> so Chun Li arrives at Nash's place because that they need help mm-hmm. in, in finding Bison and tracking him down. And um, they're now working. Everyone is now working outside the system. Like everyone is now just like the system has failed us. Bison has ties <laughs> to, to it through his Esperanto Corporation. Esperanto. Yeah. How stupid is that? Um, and uh, my only notes for this, which I don't remember, I watched this movie last night, but it's mm-hmm. like, and then there's a bomb and a shootout, but who's shooting who? Mm-hmm. Both sides are dressed identically. So there's like two <laughs> sides and they're shooting each yeah, other, I but tuned out. it's like, uh, they, they should have had like, like civil war colors or something yeah. like that. Like but there's a great moment where some dude in a, one of the, one of the guys in a balaclava is about to kill Chun-Li mm-hmm. and, and Charlie shoots him and she turns and they share this really long moment of eye contact in the middle of a gunfight that weird really just saps any sense of action and pacing that whole gunfight could have had if it were even fairly competent you're right and just like the first street fighter movie there mm-hmm. is way too much gunplay in this one i mean like uh, yeah. too many henchmen with guns hey, i feel like that's that's rolento's exactly role. <laughs> if you need summon it yeah it's totally canon a militaristic thug yeah. we there was a rolento there's available. even even the final battle even takes place with a big rod like I, I think i saw that was the rolento God, reference i right remember there. being angered by that <laughs> i think i saw striker from mortal kombat in the background oh. Bison should have been Rolento, yeah. and then the sequel should have been the real Bison I, coming oh, out from the shadows. See? That's oh, how you do it. Graduate from Man, Bird. I just made this. I'm I'm making this movie you awesome did. I'm just going to give you five bucks just for doing Thanks, that. Thanks, man. Yeah. You're no you Polish can, guy, Jeremy, whose true, name I don't no. know. <laughs> uh, My grandfather did sometimes call himself an old Polak, though. Does that count? Uh, yes, but only he can say that. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's earned it. That is his word. Yes. <laughs> So what else is happening in this movie? Well, things are things are winding down. Uh, Bal- Balrog and Gen have a fight. Gen gets mm-hmm. his ass kicked, and um, there's this weird thing that happens where Balrog kind of has like a Terminator death, where he's like frozen to death or something. I don't know, like oh. like a canister of nitrogen is like spilled on him, or like Gen like sprays him with some kind of thing and it, or stabs him with a pipe that's full of I don't know. Do you know what happens in this movie, Ray? I can't tell how I, he dies. I really, honestly, kind of tuned out. But okay. does he cool. die? That's usually one of those. Devices that allows the person to be brought back later on. I'm pretty sure he dies because another important character dies, and we'll get to that soon. But I think he does just die. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like he's impaled with this like this pole that's sprouting like um, spouting like so. nitrogen, liquid okay. nitrogen. The or adamantium something. hardens inside of his body. Yeah, cauterizes out as a final tear. <laughs> and, and that was good for Michael Clark Duncan because he was about to walk that green mile. So yeah. he got out. He got out the, the easy way. They you know, steam Balrog. <laughs> else is happening in this movie? Well, Balrog is probably dead. Chun-Li finds out the White Rose is Bison's daughter, who looks a lot like Taylor Swift in this movie, and this is her, this is her only role, so it could be Taylor Swift in, uh, and in a stealth role. And name is Rose. That's a Street Fighter it's a, reference. It is, and, <laughs> but and Rose mm-hmm. in Street Fighter is kind of like the it, the inheritor of mm. Bison's psycho power. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. 
But that's also a Cammy reference because Cammy's full name is Cammy White, and she's mm-hmm. also uh-huh. kind of Bison's Bison daughter. Protege. So yeah. they they sort of rolled two characters into one character I'm that shocked. doesn't quite fit either way. <laughs> God, there's that. Yeah, I'm glad you guys know about Street Fighter lore because I, I really it's don't. So Outside of the first game, I, I know what everyone is, why everyone is there in the second game, rather. But I don't know like all this stuff you're, you're talking somebody about. Somebody told me a long time ago that Dalzim hates Balrog because Balrog punched one of his elephants to death. <laughs> and I've been trying, like, and uh-huh. I read, it, I, I found that somewhere in a message board. I'm like, can I just see the material where this happens? Because it yeah. seems hilarious. If this happened in a comic, just Balrog one shot. Yeah, it's that it or yeah, he ate all his curry. And if you haven't seen the Street Fighter comic, like the original, they're violent. They're, the, the Malibu comics? They're cr- incredibly violent. And like, I think people get scalped. Uh, in, in the Are you talking about the one where like a really badly drawn Chun Li and badly drawn Ryu like make out? Wait, did that happen? It should have. Yeah. In one of the Malibu comics. Malibu somebody's one. been looking at my DeviantArt profile. <laughs> but there was like a there was like an old manga one from like Tokuma comics. Street Fighter lore is ridiculous, no. partially because uh, nobody at Capcom is does, they, they just give approve things. And yeah, and there's no there's no I'm sorry, I assume there's no like. Uh, Street Fighter 2 Bible, like this character is there's, like this, and I mean uh, Capcom. There I like, is, there is. It just, but d- not, not maybe not in the past. Not enough as yeah, there yeah, should have yeah. been right. early on. Well, I mean, I like Capcom games uh, to be fair, but mm-hmm. their their lore between games is the most confused mess. Like especially like Resident Evil, mm-hmm. where try putting those pieces together, you can't. I mean, everything is an integral. It's awful. There's like, <laughs> I, I there's no timeline. I mean, it, well, it, well I mean, also because you're talking about fighting games where mm-hmm. you have dozens of different characters who all have their own story. Yeah. So, you know, by the time you got to Street Fighter Alpha 3, you have one of the endings, which I'm pretty sure isn't canon, where Mm -hmm. uh, Blanca and Dan, don't they, like, try to blow up Bison's Island or something. I, I there's like a remember. really there's some really weird. Endings I don't think in those that. those endings ever mattered until they wanted to introduce DiCaprio. That's the that's the only place she's introduced. Now yeah. that you mention it, I think Chris Klein is Dan in this movie. Isn't oh, he God. like basically playing Dan? That would be pretty great. I mean, I mean he's the like no, just I mean, like the buffoon role. I could see him. No, he's his playing fist Charlie, except trying. he's such a failure. He doesn't manage to do the one thing Charlie is supposed to do, which is get killed by Bison and wear and, a life jacket. Yeah, strangely <laughs> enough. So. A lot of stuff is happening in this movie. I'm oh. sorry if we're, if we're losing if we're losing it here, but um, uh, so we find the White Rose, who's Bison's daughter, who has Bison's soul, because that is a thing that can happen, and she is his only weakness. She yeah. she is the glowing weak point on yeah. the in the M Bison Empire. And uh, Chun Li holds her sword up, and she follows the the beam of the sword, and she she rides Chris Klein like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and my kick. <laughs> <laughs> so. What happens next? Well, again, finds Bison's Model City because every villain in an 80s movie needs, like, um... A school for ants! A school for ants? What's that for? <laughs> okay. I'm just imagining, like, Mr. Burns stomping on the, uh, the, the Springfield, like, town in front of him. But, like, I think even M. Bison from the, um, 94 movie had, like, a little model city of, like, mm-hmm. this is Bisontopia, this is the shopping mall, this is that, this is that. His was more of, like, a capitalist, like, like weird, like, amusement park idea. But this guy, I just think he just wants to... I don't know, build high-rises? Like, he's just, like, boring everyday evil. Yeah. That's happening in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, need this in a movie. He's probably here right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes, yes, build Twitter right there in the slums. Start up with stock options. <laughs> <laughs> so so Bison was ahead of ahead of the curve there in, in terms yeah. of, like, tech, tech culture, I guess. So what happens next? Well, uh, Gen finds Bison's model city, like I said. Then he fights him. Uh, Nash rescues Rose. And then Gen fights Bison again, and Gen gets his ass kicked again. So Gen gets his ass kicked by Balrog. He kills Balrog, 
And then he gets his ass kicked by Bison, and then Chun Li fights Bison with a pole because that's what she does in all the yes. games, right? Yes. She's a she's a pole fighter, right? She built off Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Duel of the Fates was playing in my head as this happened. And, uh, <laughs> all right, so Chun Li defeats Bison. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish everyone in this movie just like. <laughs> I wish the movie was happening as normal, and then just like a tsunami came, and everyone just was taken away, and the credits started rolling. Ending, they were Suddenly, all a sarin gas attack hits, <laughs> and everyone dies. It was too bad. It was for the best. They all died of diabetes. Exercise every day, kids. <laughs> <laughs> So, verb, it's what you do. Um, Chun-Li like died that. on her way back to her home planet. So, Chun-Li drops sandbags on Bison like this is frigging Marty McFly and <laughs> Back to the Future, taking out Biff's, Biff's henchmen. Uh. And then, after she stuns him with these sandbags that are hanging around for some reason, she uses her CGI fireball, which they've been fore- foreshadowing for the entire movie. And then, after knocking Bison out, um, she twists his head off, almost. No. with She twists it backwards. Twists it backwards with her legs, Ooh. which feels like, that's, that's I, I don't know, like... I don't know. It doesn't. That's like, more I of a dead or alive kind of thing. Yes. Wrong I fighting franchise. Kick ass for the Lord. Well, that's yeah. like that's like something Chun Li in the '94 movie almost did. Yeah, I uh, feel like this tried guy, to do. The character is too too sweet, all fundamentally, and too like uh, um in a, like she's not she's not going to sink the Bison's level, but then she does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She lives on the street, you know, in poverty for like three days. It, it changes her. It like she, she comes out on the other side a different person. Yeah. Everybody living on the street gives her an edge. Has the power to put their soul in a baby. Just so you know. <laughs> so watch out for that if I'm you're from visiting. The <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Bison is dead. Uh, Nash lets her go because he's totally cool with extrajudicial murders. And Maya mm-hmm. is fine. I guess something happened to Maya. Um, moon good. Moon good. Mm-hmm. Blood moon good. Was, was, was there that bomb thing that happened? Did there that was a, hurt her? There was a bomb uh, that happened. It was just so like, she's barely in this movie. Behind and the scene, she impregnated a baby with her soul. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Horcrux. So, we're fine. So many souls are flying into so many babies <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, God. Check. All, those, all those production babies, you better check them. <laughs> There's no telling. So the final thing that happens in this movie is that... Um, J- uh, again, shows Chun Li a paper that says Street Fighter Tournament in Impact Font. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is so irritating because in the last minute of the movie, he was like, it's oh, yeah. It's not a real tournament. It's a meme. Yes. It's a meme. It's a meme. meme. There's, like, there's, like a, there's like a doge behind it or something. <laughs> but uh, here's the Very thing. Very street. So fighter. Yeah. Th- this this should have been the movie to begin with. This should have been the premise for the movie to begin with. Yeah. And they're showing it to us in the last, in the last, mo- in the last yeah. minute. And he's like, hey, hey, wouldn't this be a good idea for a better movie that you could have <laughs> yeah, watched? Yeah, yeah. And, and, okay, I really feel, feel like they're trying to set up the next movie. Like, it's like, uh, you're not going to believe this Super Mario Brothers movie uh, moment where that's like they immediately set up a sequel. But Chun-Li's like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. she she fundamentally rejects the idea of being in a tournament, which is she like... She wants to go back to being a young girl and having yeah. fun, throw off her... Exactly, but... things, just like in the original ending to Street Fighter 2. I right. think even it's the... canon. Even the movie was apologizing at this point. Like, we're sorry, we're not going to do any more. And then she, I guess she goes back to being a pianist now that she's killed two men. Yeah. It, it's kind of it's kind of the same, like, oh, bashful, we're sorry that they did in uh, the fourth Indiana Jones movie where it looks like... Shia LaBeouf is going to become the next Indiana Jones. And, and he's like, give me that hat, and, you piece and of shit. Harrison Ford's like, no. I think I, that was I, uh, not even in the script. Harrison Ford just ad-libbed. Yeah, he was just like, forget it, kid. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was an after the credits scene where she plays Gal's theme on the piano. <laughs> Play what? <laughs> oh, man. I'm imagining like a, one of those Looney Tunes uh, cartoons or like Tom and Jerry where Dal seems playing the piano and stretching his arms up and down. <laughs> <the floor. laughs> that would have been good. While like a mouse tries to kill him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man. I will say... I worked at Capcom. I would have to go to those uh, trade shows, and the music for every trailer is a killer. Is yeah. awful. And yeah. then there was one savior, and it was like Guile's theme. <laughs> I'm gonna, thank God it's Guile's theme. I'm gonna get tired of this. 
two years, not once, did I get tired of Guile's theme. Was it Guile's uh, playing every day, like, Street Fighter Two theme? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Playing That's every, a well, I, theme. I think it was a slight remix when for the 25th anniversary box set. But okay. It's still, it's it's a beautiful jam. Sure, the the idea that like you it. can't get that in a movie. Like, there's probably some super boring score, maybe like a song by Haircut 100, <laughs> and they could, you could be using the Street Fighter music the entire time in this yeah. film. Maybe orchestrating it, that would be nice. And they didn't, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Was, no. that, was that one of the pieces um, Yoko Shimomura wrote for? I think so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you Back go. when she was known as, like, Pichan or something? <laughs> I'm serious. No, that was, like, the, that was the pig in Ranma One Half. She was known as something, like, <laughs> P-something, I forget. But So Be this fun. movie, we have to talk more about this movie because... No, it's it's fine. I mean, I love tangents, but like, I, I don't like I don't know how to feel about this movie. It's so bad, but it just it's not bad enough to be good. It's yeah. It's I like I want more Chris Klein. I can't recommend that anyone watch but, this because it is just it's like like I said, it is like the stock movie formula. It is like the maybe, every we'll script see. that you've seen in the eighties. All I the okay. Go ahead, I say correct. we'll see just because uh, the original Street Fighter movie. I was maybe thirteen, fourteen when it came out. It was incredibly painful to watch. It made me mad. And it, it did take 20 years, and, like, now it's really fun. It was a bad movie for weird reasons. It wasn't fun for 20 years. True. Like maybe this movie will reach it. I don't think it will because there's not as much going no, on. There's no, there's no camp to it. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't yeah. think there's enough camp to yeah, it. Yeah, there, there's no John claude like, Van Damme barely speaking Raul English. Julia was a genuinely talented actor but who I, genuinely realized, like, this movie that I'm in is a piece of stinking crap, so let's just play with it. My let's have kids fun. like this franchise. I'm going to do... God, he put he put so much effort into that role, Raul Julia. Oh yeah, that's off to him. Yeah. That's off to him. Adam Sandler values on Netflix now. Please, people. Oh yeah, he's great in both of those movies. Yeah. Um, I'm sure those aren't like what he wants to be the highlight of his career, but uh, man, he's they're, the they're Spider fantastic. Woman. Fine, it's not a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. We'll do. Or Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. Overdrawn at the Memory yes. Bank. Uh, so but, yeah, no Raul Julia, and like like you you guys were talking about. Um, this is not campy enough. Yeah. Uh, the the actors are just very boring, yeah. um, except for Chris Klein, who doesn't get enough to do. Ugh. Kristen Kruick, um, she is just very like CW network bland, which explains she's, why she's on the she's CW a network. Yeah, she, she she is there. She's a conduit through which a screenplay can shoot words <laughs> out into an audience. She was possessed. Uh, she's the baby that the that the screenplay possessed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the man who wrote it is pure evil. Then is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I I I just I have a feeling with time it might be entertaining, but. There, there really is no reason to watch this movie. Yeah. It's not fun. The, if you, the, the only reason is Chris Klein. Chris Klein. Like, and it's, it's, all that's on yeah, YouTube. Somebody yeah. cut together some, like, uh, Evanescence scored, <laughs> like, all Chris of Klein course. scenes. They're great. It's four yeah. minutes. You're done. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah like, the, the bomb scene, that was, like, his big hero moment. He ran out of the police station at the very oh, end yeah. of the group trying to escape. Yeah. yeah. And he gets thrown by the explosion, but he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, okay. Someone was running from an explosion in this movie. That, I love it when another explosion trip. throws someone to safety. We call that the Tom Cruise principle. <laughs> the obvious jump. Doesn't matter where they land, really. <laughs> yeah. Chris Klein does not run nearly as well as Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, no one, no lanky. one runs as well as too Tom lanky. Cruise. Too mm-hmm. lanky. Uh, we're gonna practice after the show. I think I can perfect it. <laughs> above, perfect. above all, though, I, I want to know like where this movie came from. It just seems like I should have had more information. A bad idea. I know, Chris, you're, you're not privy to that. You joined the company afterwards. Yeah, but I could. All I had to do was ask. It just nobody said anything. Right. Ever. Yeah. And I was never curious enough to ask. There was no Legend of Chun Li poster uh, hanging no. up anywhere. No. No. I, I have a feel. But I, I mean, I have a feeling. Certain things happen when you work at a company like that that. No one's at fault, but is uh, the bearer of great pain. Mm-hmm. In, fa- <laughs> yeah. in fact, there, there, there are a couple things that happen with Street Fighter characters that every time I like see them, I'm like, ow, like my heart starts to hurt. And I remember 
the pain they caused me behind the scenes. But I do love these characters. And, uh, I, yeah, just, I, I'm telling you, wasn't mentioned. So, like, I have a feeling no one was really happy about it. Yeah. But, then, but then you lose a certain amount of control when something's filtered over into the Hollywood system. Yeah, and there were, there were a lot of fingers in this pie. Like, there are, like, four production studios, including yeah. Capcom's name on this. And um, I don't know. Like, and a I, bunch of executive producers who I don't ever speak to. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a feeling... Either uh, next work. time, next time I interview KG Inafune, mm-hmm. who is one of the executive producers on yes. this movie, I will ask him about this movie. Oh, like, he was still how... at Capcom then, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'll ask him how did this happen. What was how the idea? That would be your last interview with KG Inafune then. Maybe. And there was. And <laughs> he looks me like, right now. We'll see what yeah. happens. It'll was... go down like this. Uh, somebody, somebody decided they could make money on Street yeah. Fighter and did. Yeah, and, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but they did make money on Street Fighter because this movie cost fifty million dollars and made seventeen or something like that. The, the mm. high, there's a high probability no Capcom money went into this movie whatsoever. I Instead, see. They received money to for someone to make a movie. Got it. Yeah, mm. I mean, mm. as much as I hate this kind of language, but this movie is off brand. You know, mm. yeah, no, no, no one looks like how they're supposed to look. The story isn't like the story in the game, and I know you have to make some concessions to make something from a movie into a game, but. Mm. You're not giving people what they want. People showing up to this movie aren't just showing up for a karate movie or an action yeah, movie. Yeah. They know they're going to see Street Fighter. They're not going to. They're going to see characters they want to see. When I was at the Bob, company, they got a spinning bird kick. To, when I was at the <laughs> company, As, the Assassin's Fist is the the product that came out, and yeah. I think that that shows you what it's like when people are involved. Who people are actually involved from the company. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is finding that delta between people who care about the property mm-hmm. and people who have the talent to actually create a decent movie. And people who want to in this case. The it, this this movie missed out on both of those. Yeah. But the ideal is, you know, that that rare intersection between those two things. Hmm. Here's what was on brand, the Street Fighter logo. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. crazy on. Yeah. <laughs> and I, for the credits, I want to say, like, it was the first time I saw the Capcom logo in the credits. We'd seen hmm. Resident Evil has Cap based on the characters created by Capcom, but it was the first time the logo was there. Oh, that like, logo's at the beginning of the movie, too. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, yeah. that, like, now when you see, if you've, last time I went to Japan, had the, a uh, distinct pleasure of seeing uh, the movie Battleship 800 times. Uh, <laughs> and, and and it's so jarring in the beginning of that movie, directed by Talentless Hack, brought to you by Hasbro logo, big Hasbro. It's yeah. so jarring, and like I hate it so much, but uh, Hasbro, Hasbro. Based on the boring game. Yeah. Here's a boring movie. Think it made this movie better is my um, question. I mean, get, I I think there's a lot of fun to be had. Bob, have you not been listening to me for the past <laughs> hour? I've come I up haven't. with so many great ideas. Well, I want, I want us to sum up these think, ideas at this point. Because we're talking, we we talk about like the interesting idea this movie presents for a sequel. Let's not make Bison an Irish abortion doctor. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> right. Let's start I there. It's an abortionist. Um, Sure not, oh, that's true. He's not really. He's more like an abortion sham. Right, right. I, yeah. I think you can get one Karate Kid slash Bloodsport ripoff movie out of the Street Fighter franchise. Yeah, and uh, and then you'd have to move on to like whatever Assassin's Fist is doing, exploring like mystical lore and all that uh, gobbledygook that I really have very little stomach for. Uh, I like these characters being fighters in a universe where they fight. 
um, yeah. and that's it. I don't. Yeah. It, like that didn't happen in '94 either. And no. It's just like, well, we know that those movies sold at least on home video. Yeah. Why not pursue that? I just I'm tr- I can't remember the, the anime of like it, Street Fighter all this, V. All this weird crap Victory is going Island. on. There's one like cutaway to like Blanca and E Honda in the middle of a arena. I'm like, yes, this is what I want to see. And then yeah. it cuts away yeah. immediately. Yeah. And yeah. That's yeah. the last you see of those characters. Like, like that's all I wanted. I'm and the rest. In Vegas. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I think if you were. If somebody who really knew the characters well, it'd be really nice to see them cast as spies and warlords and master criminals. But this, again, I, I have a feeling it was shoehorned into an existing script. It had to have been, right? I think so. Because there's so much of it that presents itself like a, a modern, just like crappy midnight Cinemax movie mm-hmm. where the the comeuppance is – and then the, the, the mystical Street Fighter stuff is added in. Because does, does it really matter? All in all? No, for no. the most part. Doesn't. No? It, yeah, I mean, the whole mystical thing, like, okay, so Rose was where Bison kept his guilt, but she doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. Like, no. the victory over Bison at the mm-hmm. end has nothing to do with the yeah. fact that they kidnap They find Rose. her, but it doesn't have... Yeah, yeah it's not like they don't, like, torture her or, or yeah. like, put their hand on her head and make all of her guilt fly <laughs> back into Bison's soul or something. Yeah, I, it was I, It's just like, yeah. oh, they're they're watching and she gets to watch her dad get that, killed. That okay, really well, would have been better. Uh, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the only one who's... Who's coined these? But the the biggest offense you can make is, as an entertainment property is be boring, and to be unremarkably bad mm-hmm. is like the biggest sin in the universe you can commit. Unremarkably bad. It's just yeah, boring, yeah. boring. That's how I, w- I would define this movie. Mm-hmm. I wish it was as fun to watch as the original Street Fighter yeah. movie. But it's, in it's the words not. of the Apostle Paul, if you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you from my mouth. Wow, <laughs> is that a real Bible quote? That's that Bible, is a real Bible trivia. Quote right there. All you kids out there, that was great. Collect Thanks. them all. That's part it's, of this new season. Jeremy will have a new Bible quote every every week. <laughs> oh, nice. great. Yeah. Now I've got to... To quote Austin 316. Um, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. What? Is that it? What? It's okay. just what? I got it. Um, All right. I think I think we're done here talking about uh, Street Fighter before I kick you guys out uh, into the cold and unforgiving wilderness. But um, Sentry gun. Let's... Yeah. Okay. You're going to want to, like, uh, you know, serpentine patterns. When you leave, mm-hmm. don't, oh, see. Don't, stay in the, don't be, like, heading towards one point because okay. it will clip you at the legs. And, and I can't help you from there. Everybody, let's grab a hold of each other's waist. That <laughs> way we can create body heat and right. a nice little conga line. I've been I mean, playing enough Assassin's Creed that I feel like I can probably make my way through the trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way. This place is huge, but I, all I have are just cans of beans and copies of Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> and uh, I've already worn out three of them. So, I mean, there's only 80 left. And right. I'm saving those for a special day. Right. Okay. So let's talk about where you can find us. Well, I'll tell you guys one thing. We are being supported by Patreon from all you nice Whoa. people out there. And uh, so if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash retronauts. And if you give as little as a dollar a month, we would really appreciate it. In fact, if all of you guys gave a dollar a month, we would be driving around in solid gold rocket cars. (laughs) And, uh, you know, not really. But it would be great if you could give. So if you can give, uh, please do. And if not, we appreciate you spreading the word about our show. Your dollar can feed a starving podcast for a month. We always say if you can give, give. And if you can give, give what you can. Yeah. Um, if, you, if, you, if you can't give, if there was someone like, I only make $300 a month, and then like, don't give us money. Exactly. That's yeah. fine. I, that's all right. You I've been poor that. for most of my life. So if you don't want to give to a free podcast, I yeah, completely understand. Yeah, that sucks. But I love the idea that like 10% of people can make something totally viable and yeah. we can support something into existence. And you guys are making this happen. So thank you so yeah, much. Man. Good feeling. I paid. Yep. Your money is keeping me here in the studio 
raising the room temperature considerably and yeah. sucking the oxygen out of uh, the the cabin studio, Jeremy. This <laughs> is a, this studio. is a new studio. I will say, I will say uh, the the studio looks amazing. There's been soundproofing done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very jealous compared to our studio. Yeah, nice job, guys. Nice it's, it job. Sound, it sounds good, uh, even if it is recorded in a kitchen. I was surprised that it was recorded in a kitchen when I actually came down for the first time. When someone forgets to turn the ice machine off, you can really tell. <laughs> All those planes buzzing the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where can you find us? We're, we, we are on uh, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitch.tv, and YouTube as Retronauts, and our blog is Retronauts.com. Uh, and we're also now part of US Gamer, so it's very likely you found us through US Gamer. Mm. So please read that. That's where Jeremy and I work, and uh, hey. we, we would like to keep writing about video games because that's all we can do. Isn't that right, Jeremy? <laughs> Yeah, occasionally I write about, about myself. Occasionally I write about TV and movies, and no one reads it. So okay. yeah, so, video games is it. I, Please I support am our obsolete careers. A huge fan of US Gamer, by the way. Awesome, great yeah. job. It's like one of the only sites I make sure to read every day. Otherwise, I'll let Facebook tell me what to do. <laughs> it's like I will go to Buzzfeed again. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Facebook. All right, uh, look I at am that. an Assassin's kid. Creed glitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on? Uh, please keep the reviews coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, they help the show. So if you can't give, just write a review. It'll take you a few seconds, and uh, it helps our dominance in the iTunes network. We need to be the number one podcast ever of all time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. So uh, let's talk about contact info. You can get me on Twitter at Bob Servo, like uh, we were talking about earlier. I write for US Gamer and Something Awful. So check out those sites. And just please keep subscribing to Retronauts and tell people about it. Uh, Ray, where can we find you? On Twitter, RDBAAA. Anything else you're working on? Well, well, maybe when this is out, I'll have the final issue of Scroll out. Who knows? So look forward to that, scroll.vg? Yeah, I'm making it. Yes, yes. Scroll.vg. Chris, where can we find you on these internets? Um, Cantiste on Twitter, but you can find my uh, vocal musings on lasertimepodcast.com. We have a bunch of articles, but primarily I hoist my heart and soul into a series of podcasts. Lasertime, which... uh, Ray and Ray and uh, Bob have been been on, been on right. Yeah, by the time this is out, I will have been on a few recent ones. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you're not sold on Chris yet, let me <laughs> let, let me ease uh, you into the world of Laser Time. No, it's 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 just where we uh, Laser Time is just our base pop culture network. Recently this year, some of my favorite shows, including a brief history of cable television. <laughs> we tried to find the most expensive everything, the most expensive game, dog, car, uh, house. Uh, what was? What, did you have any other favorites, Bob? I'm, I lost. Uh, 90s cartoons. 90s cartoons. Uh, oh, yeah. Primetime cartoons. Primetime cartoons, and we decided to try and find our favorite little tunes. That's the right. kid versions of popular cartoons. So all you Yo-Yogi fans are in for a treat. And, and then Ray and I were on an episode last year for yeah, uh, the uh, MST3K episode. Yeah. So, yeah. We were all over the latest time network. Yeah. It's pretty much. Super fun. And, uh, Some more than others. And I'm yeah. an asshole who's never done anything with them. Come on. Terrible. You're not around Terrible. enough. Yeah, Jeremy. And, but uh, the one thing I want to... Uh, you gave a lot of great plugs. And we have Twitter and Facebook and all that, too. But what I really want to emphasize, if you're dying and surrounded by reporters, could you just whisper laser time? <laughs> uh, I watched Citizen Kane recently, and I feel like that's the best marketing oh, we could yeah. possibly get. Yeah. That's like... Rosebud was the first viral marketing, It right? was. It really yeah. was. Find out about Rosebud. It's got buzz. Social media <laughs> memes. I mean, the irony is that my sled uh, when I was a child was named Laser Time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's one of those coincidences. <laughs> wow. Was it's that, not was a that... terrible name for, like, a radio flyer. <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. It really is. Was that a Oh, well, I want to go ride Laser Time. <laughs> <laughs> More peaks into Jeremy's childhood. But we also have a comic book show. We have a weekly video game show. And we have uh, a semi-regular video game music show hosted by Brett uh, Elston, who's been on the show a couple times, I believe. And um, uh, a... Wrestling show, cheap podcast. Cape Crisis is the. 
I'll be quiet. I did all those plugs badly. It's okay. I support this event or product. All right. And, and I like all of Laser Time stuff. So, Jeremy, where are you? Who are you? And where can we find you? Um, I'm a guy on Twitter under the handle GameSpite. Also, I have a website called GameSpite.net. But my main work is at USGamer.net, where I tell everyone what they have to do. That's true. And I also have a side project, GameBoyWorld.com, where for what? some... Some crazy reason I am going through every single goddamn game ever released for Game Boy in chronological order, what? writing an article and pu- producing a video about it. What? Yep. That seems True. amazing and insane. It's are you gonna it's hit, insane at least? Are you gonna hit post in the final video from your deathbed? Like you're just hanging <laughs> yes. with us, like go like this and touch the uh, mouse. At some and, point, uh, I'm gonna start rolling a bunch of games into single. Like short all the episodes. all the mahjong games. Oh man, there's like I've I've put together the um, the database entries for just this string of English language tutorials produced by Imagineer. There is no way I'm looking at each and every one of those games individually. You guys get a compilation. I don't think anyone would blame you. So yeah, that's where you can find all of us. And, uh... What was that, Chris? I'm, I'm just thinking of the project. I just want i want to see how you focus on the Crazy Castle period. Ooh. I've already done a Crazy, ca- crazy Castle episode. But which one? The first Crazy Castle. It's chronological. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm up to... Oh, God. I'm up to, like, twenty number 20, I think, most recently. Oh, my Call God. me when you get to Garfield's Crazy Castle. You're never going to finish this. That is gonna, not. This is going to be, like, your Richard Williams project. Your <laughs> Max is going to buy it and ruin it. <laughs> it's its my thief and the cobbler. Yeah, they... There we go. So yes, uh, please check out all that stuff, and we will see you guys uh, soon with another episode. Have a great holiday, and uh, thanks again.